With Virgin Media, you can build up the entertainment and tear down the price. Switch to Virgin Media today and get super-fast broadband and TV for just €49 a month for an awesome 12 months. The sale that stacks up. Now on. See virginmedia.ie and check out how our mobile sales stacks up too. T's and C's apply. See virginmedia.ie. 12-month contract. Offer ends 27th of February 2019. Everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City in Utah in the United States of America. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up on today's episode, a new installment in our series on what different religions believe. Yeah, this one will be fun. Yeah. <laughs> and Dan. Yes. Do we do we want to include everybody in on 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 the news of like where what's yeah, going to be oh, happening yeah. in your life very soon? Okay, so things are going to change for all of us, friends. Yeah. Uh coming up after this this particular episode. Yeah. I uh I am going to take a little trip. Dan's going to be leaving us. I go I go well, across not us, us, but I go across the, the pond. Nation. I'm going to be spending a goodly amount of time in a different continent mm. or on a different continent. Yeah. I hope you're not in that continent. I hope so too. Yeah. That might be. Although you never know. I'm up for adventure. That's all I'm saying. I think if you're <laughs> in it, things have come to an untimely end. Maybe they have a big hole. I don't know. I might be going to serve. Shipping bodies back. That's expensive. <laughs> it <man>. can be. <laughs> anyway, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm going to be, uh, in London for, for six whole six weeks. whole weeks, but here's the deal: we're gonna we're gonna keep doing the podcast. We are. We we're have gonna... we have the technology. Yep. We, we hope. hope. We're hoping <laughs> that we, we can. We've tested it here in Salt Lake. We've we've we thoroughly were, tested. We were just in different rooms, right? When we tested it, and it seems to work it, beautifully. Right. So we've we've got a plan. <laughs> there is a plan. Hopefully we won't be bogged down yeah. by too much lag or whatever. We'll, no, 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 no. We'll I, sort I ourselves out. That's going to be. Too It'll big be great. Of yeah, it'll be great. You guys yeah. won't even know. We shouldn't even have told you. We we should have asked you afterwards. Did you notice anything different <laughs> about the podcast? <laughs> Although it will afford me opportunities to do things like church reviews of English churches. Oh yeah, and other churches. I don't know if I'll be able to get to any other churches after the six weeks in London. I've got three more weeks around various other parts of Europe. Yeah, so we'll see. So, so yeah, we're we're dedicated to bringing this to you every week, and so we're going to we're going to really try. This is um, how dedicated we are. This is how much we love you, <laughs> and the sound of our own voices. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's a big part of this, isn't it? <laughs> Oh God! Well, okay. So there's that. There is that. That's I exciting. Think that's a good one. That's that's fun news. It is fun, and mm-hmm. I, I think we'll have fun with it. Yeah, I think so. Too. Help us feel connected. Yeah. So, but while we're here in yeah. Salt Lake City, yeah. Well, I'll stay here. I'll still be here. Right. But while we're both here, while we're both here, I figured I'd mention a Mormony thing. <sighs> yeah. You know the Mormons? They're heard uh, of them. They are. According to the national, the, the, uh, decade, uh, the every decade occurring, uh, 
census of religion or religious what are they called the u.s, the US religion, religion census census so, the yeah, US, right. u.s religion census um the mormons have grown exponentially since it's last truly since, amazing since last uh yeah. 10 years ago yeah no it's uh i was i have to tell you dan i read that article and uh <laughs> boy there, a, there, there was uh i didn't know what to do with that i didn't either the uh the report puts uh more u.s mormon growth at 45 percent jumping from jumping from 4.2 million now wait a minute wait a minute we'll get there we'll get there oh. don't okay. okay okay never fear people oh my god there are mitigating circumstances here but from according to the numbers the last quote the last u.s religion census had them at 4.2 million in the year 2000. In the year 2000. And U.S. Then, population. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And now, according to the uh, according to this, 6.1 million in, t- that in 2010. That is remarkable. It would be remarkable <laughs> if that were remotely if it the were case. True. <laughs> so here's the problem. Uh, we, we're self-reporting here. This is this is the religions yeah, yeah. self-reporting yeah. and. Um, mm. They get to kind of figure out their own methodologies when it comes yeah. to how they're reporting it. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, the uh, they changed how they counted. Is, yeah, is, is the and, long and the short of it. Yeah, and methodology has a major effect on things like numbers yeah. and censuses, senses, senses, sensei, sensorus. So yeah, so what, what did they what did they change? What did well, they do okay, so what time? what happened was. On the last one, back in back in uh, in two thousand two thousand, uh, they they actually were trying to account only for those people who were actually being Mormons. See now, or at the very least, they were they were not counting people who were not regularly clearly going to church. I thought it was the ones that they just flat didn't know where they were, but y- they weren't counting. Oh, you know what? You're probably right about that. <laughs> That's so actually like that's actually um, closer to the truth. Yeah, I, I, if I remember the article right, that's what that's what they said. Yeah. So so yeah. <laughs> so basically, years. what they've just admitted to is not knowing where a large number of people a are. A really large <laughs> number of people. And what's delightful about this whole thing is that the uh, LDS Church reported so many more people to this census than they report to. The Utah State Legislature. Mm, then they yeah. report to all of these things, which is how they were caught on this. Yeah, is that basically everybody was like, "Well, that figure doesn't line up even at all with uh, with what you guys said right. just a little bit ago." Yeah, and uh, and then uh, this this reporter here from Salt Lake City, this Peggy Pe- Peggy oh. Fletcher Stack. Yeah, I like the name. I've liked the name for a long time. <laughs> Fletcher Stack. It's sounds... Peggy Peggy Fletcher Stack. Peggy Fletcher Stack. It sounds. I don't know what it sounds. It's just a very unique, yeah. and wonderful name. Yeah. So I mean, but but somebody like on her Facebook page, somebody was on this because uh, she reported the first thing, uh-huh. and somebody was like, "Um, the LDS Church Almanac reports different numbers than that. What are you talking about?" Yeah. And so yes, then she had to go back and relook at the thing. And well, she she is the um she's got the religion beat right she does indeed it's an important beat here in salt lake city it's a good one 
She's like up there with, what was it, Carol Nikita? (laughs) (laughs) That's TV news. That's different. (laughs) Well, Dan, I actually have something that is, it's, um, it's sort of the same, it's, it's a result of the same, um, study that, that U.S. religion survey. Okay. Um, and it, 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 it is also kind of fun and encouraging to, uh, the non-believer. Oh, um, the headline on this one, uh, says more and more U.S. believers aren't joining congregations. Oh, so but it's about U.S. believers. It's about U.S. believers. Yeah. Um, and so the whole idea is that they've, um, (laughs) one of the guys in the article is actually talking about how their message of having a personal relationship with Jesus Mm. has been a little too successful. (laughs) 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 This is a direct result that that maybe perhaps their, their, their message should have been, uh, you need a congregation. Yeah. You can get direct Uh, revelation, but get in here and pay me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can see how that might be Uh, a, a, a bit of a slip up. That, that that kind of um, so we we might be if that's sort of a general <laughs> consensus if that's just how a lot of people are interpreting these numbers is that you know that's that's what's led to this is just this strong encouraging of no 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 just just have a personal relationship well, then we might see a shift in in mainline uh, American Christianity yeah I I gotta say how often do you hear the phrase I'm spiritual but not religious or, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. or I don't believe in organized religion absolutely yeah it's the pussy way out it's it, <laughs> it is. no it is you're totally right I mean and I but I but I think that that's what a lot of probably people... if they felt like there was less of a stigma for non-belief, like true non-belief, like right. atheism. Right. And even just, you know... Agnosticism. Agnosticism. Um, then, um, then maybe they would be saying something different. Yeah. But I mean, who knows? Yeah. I mean, that's only I mean, speculation. It, and of but, course, yeah, we're not in their heads. We don't no, know. No, no. Maybe they are getting personal revelations from, from God. Oh, I hope that many people aren't. <laughs> that's a sad day for, the, for America. That's a lot of people. Um... But it, it, revelations. it also goes through uh, and identifies sort of, you know, just, well, this is while this was, this article was written before the whole um, Peggy Fletcher stack, getting the numbers mm-hmm. right, corrected and all that. Right. Um, so it's still saying that Mormons grew um, up in the 50 percentage points. Oh. This one's saying 55 precision points. And I only think her original article said that. I think it said like 45.5 or something. People need to get their act together. Um, well, Catholics shrank by 7%. Oh, wait a minute. Um, and uh, and it says... By uh, the way, do we know that... I, I'm i sorry. I hate to interrupt you. Uh-huh. But I was just realizing that Peggy Fletcher Stack's original article called Mormonism, titled, or headlined, Mormonism Leading the Way in U.S. Religious Growth. Mm-hmm. Let's, let me underline that. Mormonism Leading the Way in U.S. Religious Growth. Oh, about six paragraphs down or something like that. <laughs> says, the Muslims outpaced the Mormons. Yeah. 66% I, growth yeah. for Muslims. Yeah. So um, this leading the way thing, say what now? Leading the way, maybe in Christian among Christianity, sure. But that's if you consider Mormons Christians, which have to, which they aren't, <laughs> according to any Bible Belt. Well, I actually pundit. heard a pretty compelling theological um, 
um, explanation as to why they are not. And personally, okay. personally, my attitude with this has always been, well, but you say that's kind of a self-determination type thing. If you say you're Christian, you're Christian, you know? Especially, I mean, if you believe in this Christ fella. Yeah. And all As of that being shit. like your savior and took yeah. sins upon him and all that kind of crap, right? Yeah. Like, then, okay, great. You're Christian. Who cares? But I, I mean, just like really framing what Christian what main mainline Christianity really does believe right. about Christ. This person was saying that they don't believe in the same Christ. And so it's there. They can use the term, but they don't believe in the Christ that, that mainline Christianity believes in. as though there's not all Which, that wiggle room. In I know. And it's just splitting hairs and all that kind of stuff. It really but is. Whatever. I, it, uh, you know, I uh, plus I get some I derive some pleasure out of saying they're not Christians because they know how important they they think it is. Yeah. Um. But anyways, um, it goes through and it, I was just about to talk about Muslims. Oh, you okay. beat me to it. That's cool. Um, Sorry about that. And stepping uh, on everybody. Non-Christian groups as a whole category grew by thirty-two percent over the past decade. And that's that. Those are religions. That's not. That doesn't count non-believers. That does not count non-believers. So. No. That's actual which, affiliation which, with a non-Christian. That's interesting. Group. Yeah, that's, I mean, obviously, Muslim is in that, so that's going to be your major thing. Mm-hmm. But it, that that means that other things are growing too. That's interesting. Yeah, mosques. Just because num just because Muslims have grown in numbers doesn't necessarily mean that you'd have a huge increase in mosques. Right. You'd expect some increase, but maybe not huge. Um, growth rate of about fifty percent of mosques. Mosques in mosques. There are 50% more mosques in America now than there were in 2000. Ladies and gentlemen, I ask you, <laughs> has a mosque sprung up in your neighborhood? <laughs> this, this, it is a growing danger in America. <laughs> Every time I ride in from West Valley on the train, oh. I have to go right by that one mosque out by the river. Does a tear form in your eye it's every time awful. you see it? It's awful. I just turn the other way. I see. Do you I want to know what else I saw out the window of the train the other day? What's that? A group of cops, about 20 of them, all on segways, practicing taking people down in the park. <laughs> <laughs> Has nothing to do with the podcast. Who the hell cares? But That's it a was great image. Amazing. <laughs> I just like, and everybody on tracks is just, <laughs> just all like staring, like, what's going on over there? <laughs> The Segway Cops. Oh, it was amazing. Bad boys, what you want? <laughs> and now, Segway Cops. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. Oh, God. Um, apparently, there. Uh, the study also identified 350,000 religious congregations in the United States. Mm. Um, from Albanian Orthodox to Zoroastrianism. I like that they started at the A's and <laughs> went ended to the, the Z's. Z's. Oh, um, that's cute. Yeah, so kind of, kind of interesting... I, I think that the whole um, the Florida growth thing is nuts, but what is really interesting is that this Imam uh, Muhammad Musri, um, who's president of the Islamic Society of Central Florida, uh-huh. he saw growth explode in his area by a whopping four hundred seventy three percent in and around Orlando, mm. uh, which is really really amazing. Um, but he credits uh, Muslim growth to uh, a wave of post-9-11 converts 
And mm. American-born uh, children of immigrants having kids of their own oh. and, um, and jobs in the booming medical industry. as sort of why he's seen it in Orlando. Oh. But what I think is really interesting there is that he does cite post-9-11 converts. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's interesting. But well, they, the, I'm trying to decide if that something that I think makes a kind of sense. In, you mean in the sense that, like, because of sort of heightened awareness of the group? Or, or you know, people... as some sort of backlash against, a, a, you know, or, or, or re- response to American policies post 9-11? Or I don't know. Any number of yeah. things. I, I wouldn't pretend to, to know the reason. Right. I just think it's interesting. I think it's interesting that he's able to say that. Yeah. That, that this isn't... He didn't just see, like, you know bunch of people moving in from you know all over the the country or around the world who were already muslim right right right. saying he's actually seen converts and so that's that's an interesting one i'd love to know a little bit more about that yeah if anybody knows anything about that yeah go ahead and write please write in yeah get on the facebook page facebook has come alive we now have no i i don't want to brag (laughs) (laughs) but uh I gotta say, we got what sixty. Oh, wait, let me find it. I'm gonna pull up Facebook here. It's sixty some odd. Sixty plus. Yeah, I think it's like sixty six. Could it be? Whoa. Could it be? Wait, going sixty six likes on Facebook. But considering that it, this is a lot of growth, this we have experienced. Mm. I would say forty two percent growth. Over just the last month, <laughs> on we're our the, Facebook we're page. the fastest growing our Facebook page <laughs> on the internet, and that Facebook page is uh, found at facebook.com slash tgi atheist. Right, so that's true. Yeah, it is. go find it there, and yeah, just look for pretty clouds, pretty clouds, and the word podcast, podcast, and then you'll find us, Frank and Dan. Yeah, and uh, and and. There are some some great people posting some stuff. Yeah. People are posting their fun links and I love it. We throw up, you know, videos that we find and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When 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 we when yeah. we think of it. <laughs> no, but I I think it's great. Like I I've been, you know, I mean, I, pe- people on our Facebook page have helped us find stories yeah. to actually end up talking about on the podcast, Absolutely. which is wonderful. So, we thank all of you. And uh, and and it would be helpful to us, by the way, mm-hmm. if you like told all your other Facebook friends about us, invite them to join. <laughs> well, no, I'm no, just, no, no, I'm I saying, agree. I'm I agree. saying, we're we're we 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 like this community, and we want mm-hmm. we want there mm-hmm. to be more of yeah, us. Absolutely. All right. So, okay. um, so the Mormons are growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what? But the problem with with where we're taking all of these. Uh, facts and figures from is that it's all self-reported from the religions. It yeah. doesn't include non-religious people yeah. at all. Yeah. Uh, which I think probably mm-hmm. nuns, meaning those who report no religious mm-hmm. belief or, right. or, or at least agnosticism in terms of like there being no specific religious uh, affiliation. Sure. I'm going to guess that the nuns are outpacing even the Mormons. Mm. Maybe not the Muslims. Muslims are awesome. (laughs) 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 
But <laughs> I'm I do, I, I do have some, I do have some records, so, some evidence to back that up. There, I don't have any numbers to back up that claim. But here's what mm-hmm. I do have: um, the Georgetown University's uh, Public Religion Research Institute yeah. recently did a uh, a big uh, study about millennials. These uh these kids coming up who were born in the nineties and or or rather yeah. yeah, I guess born in the nineties ish. Up to people who are currently about thirty ish. Yeah. You so, could be considered a millennial. And and this study was mostly early like young millennials, so eighteen yeah. to twenty four ish. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh and it's pretty interesting. Oh. The What's... uh they're falling away from their churches. Are they? They really are. Ooh. Um how do we keep them away from their churches? Yeah, That's exactly. the more important issue. You right? know what? This is my point. And this has been my point for uh, for a while now. All these other, all these atheist groups that keep talking about, that, that, that are like putting up billboards and their goal seems to be to convert people away from their churches or to, to, to get people mm. to drop their religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. My point has always been, we're already winning. Mm. It the best thing we can do is not to encourage anybody to become an atheist, but rather to just encourage everyone, just, but just show how much how good we are and how much fun we're having, and just show us as a face that uh, uh, as 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 a valid segment of society. Attracting bees with honey. That's all you do. Flies with dead meat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I'll try go get go get you some dead flies <laughs> or meat. What? Some carrion. Oh my god. No. The you... the point so so yeah, the point is that uh we're uh, apparently this uh unaffiliated the the one in 4 of the young adults on this thing that they uh, that they asked about their religion chose unaffiliated. How many? One in 4. Whoa. 25% not affiliated. Not affiliated. Okay. And many of them, a good percentage of those, uh, were affiliated and dropped out. Oh. Like, most of these have left a religion. And the ones who are leaving religions, and and most of the kids who are leaving religions are ending up in no religion. They're not leaving it for another religion. They're not converting to something else. Most of the kids are, are just leaving. Oh, good for them. Yay. So... There's hope for America. <laughs> Eventually. It's our youth. We're we're well behind Europe. Well, you know, that's um you know, I Dan, I believe that the children are our future. <laughs> I, and if you just teach them well, yeah, you can let them lead the way. Oh, I would never do that. And you just have to show them all the beauty that they possess inside. Yeah, no, that's horrible advice. And, and give them a sense of pride. Mm-mm. No. And make it easier. Easier, yeah. You know what I would do? What I would let the children's laughter <laughs> <laughs> remind us how oh. we used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Oh, we miss you, Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we're nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, you take one then. Oh, all right. What do I have? Um, ow. Um, ow. Ow. Mm. I think I'm going to go to the um, Angry Queers. 
Angry Queers. Angry Queers. I was once an Angry Queer. We should have a theme song for that. Angry Queers. I was thinking it was death metal. Oh, yeah. No, that's fun. I like that. Okay. I just raised my microphone too high, so I'm having to... But it will lower while I speak, so... <laughs> but for now, for now, posture is amazing. I'm just... I'm going to sit right up and talk about <laughs> Mark Driscoll and his church in Portland. Ooh. Portland, Oregon. Oregon. That's, that's in the Oregon, Portland. Portland, Oregon. Not, yes. not in the main Portland. No, 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 no. Although, anyways, they would, they would never allow him in Maine. Mm, I'm surprised they let him in Portland, Oregon. That's true. That's you true. You know, come on. Who Now, who is Mark Driscoll? Mark Driscoll is um, a controversial pastor mm. from Seattle. Mm. Um, and this is a satellite church of his. Oh. Okay. This is, this is not... Like his main one, I guess. I don't know. Is it, it's like it called? It's called live. Mars something? Something Mars? Mars Hill Church. Mars Hill Church. Yeah. Is it really um, on Mars? I'm assuming that there's a hill in Ma- in Seattle called Mars Hill. I'm just assuming. Is there? I'm sure you're right. Seattleites? I'm, pos- I'm positive. Is that what they're called? Seattleites? Mm-hmm. I know that we have... I know at least one Seattle listener. She, oh? She can, she can let us know. Let us know. Seattle listener. Andrea in Seattle. Hey, I'm shouting out. We should shout out some friends. Hey, what up, Seattle? What hey. up, Andrea in Seattle? How about Napa? Hey, Erica. Hey, Erica. And Erica did a funny thing on on the Facebook. Oh, what'd she do? She, she wrote a thing about her mom. Um, she's because her mom had passed away. This is mm-hmm. a friend of ours, uh, but she she's a listener, mm-hmm. and she said her mom had passed away. And well, she didn't say that. Her mom had passed away. Sure. And she said okay. that t- this morning she heard her mother's voice saying that she should take the- her dad's dog for a walk because her dad never takes the dog for a walk. Uh-huh. And she was explicit about saying, I- it's not like I believe my mom's voice actually came to me, but it was weird. And then the dog somehow knew that he was getting to go for a walk and got all excited before she said anything to him. Dogs are very intuitive. Yeah, they are. They can hear your imagination. And then one of her friends did post a thing that was like, it was like it is your mom. I don't. I don't know if it was tongue in cheek or not, but it doesn't sound tongue in cheek. And she said, "It's very clear your mom is still here, giving you messages." Blah blah blah. And I was like, and I just thought, wouldn't it be funny if our if if our family members did have a life after death, and all that they communicated to us was fucking chores <laughs> that they wanted us to do. <laughs> Make up your bed. Erica, go go walk the dog. <laughs> Scrub the toilet, Erica. <laughs> You're wondering why I'm doing a faint accent. Her mom was Japanese, and that's the best. She does a great impression of her Japanese yeah. mom. Anyway. Right. Okay, okay. okay. And, sorry. Back, <laughs> back to back angry to the, queers. Yeah. Back, oh, yeah, them. Angry queers. Forgot about that's them entirely. That's where we're going. I'm so glad yeah. you remembered. Yeah. Uh, well, it's right in front of me. Mm. So... Um, Mars Hill, blah, blah, blah. Um, apparently a group of, uh, angry queers, they're calling themselves angry queers, I guess. Um, they, uh, have claimed responsibility for, uh, throwing rocks, um, in, uh, through like stained glass windows and whatnot and Mm. breaking things up. Mm. That sounds productive. It, uh, well, yeah, no, (laughs) but I mean, not to justify or, or make excuses right. for their actions. But Mark Driscoll, not so nice to the gays. 
What? Yeah. Impossible. And so a few people got riled up and decided to, um, I guess, break some windows. Break some windows. You know, A, obviously, you know, these these guys are such dicks. The ones who are dicks, the the pastors out there who are Mm -hmm. who are dicks, Mm -hmm. are such dicks. Right. They push it so far. Yeah. That it's like, of course you're gonna incite somebody. Oh yeah. You're trying to. This probably helps him. He probably feels more justified now than he did before. These uncivilized Uncivil, they're, they're barbarians. Bad citizens, these queer barbarians, barquarians, mm, queer barbarians. That's kind of <laughs> it is kind of. Yeah, mm. They're all sweaty mm. and muscular. Okay. You, you don't like the sweaty. I, I, sh- no, I shouldn't have I don't thrown like in sweaty. Sweaty, sweaty kind of ruined it for me. <laughs> but they, but they are muscular. That works. It's like three hundred, but with, but, but they're breaking windows. And calm. And, and not yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Frank likes his barbarians calm, everyone. Calm and not sweaty. <laughs> Frank likes chess-playing barbarians. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. As in the game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. What like, did you think? I don't know what you were saying. <laughs> oh, well, you know, speaking of dick pastors. <laughs> okay. Should, are, are you done with, with the sure. angry queers? Yeah, I don't care. I, I mean, the whole angry queer thing. What, what's funny is that we, we all sort of participated in a silly angry queer thing at one point. That's true. And by we all, he doesn't mean you guys. He, no. He, he means me and him and yeah. stuff. We did yeah. a whole... We got wrangled into something that actually backfired and didn't work <laughs> and actually well, we didn't break, break anything no no no, no. <laughs> we of course were, not we no. weren't vandalizing it was we yeah but ours was so much more fun it was a little bit of theater a little bit of street theater yeah and i actually didn't even participate right i was just there yeah but um in fact there weren't that many queers who did participate there was one there was one <laughs> the rest <laughs> didn't make any sense it was oh. it was not a yeah. It was not a good moment. <laughs> but anyways. It was it was not our best activism moment, but we've no, had we've no. had other good ones. But at that same our robocall. At that nice. same gay pride, I did do the thing with um our friend Chris and uh Nick. I think Nick was the other What did you do? We uh we went around um and recruiting. Yeah, right. We, we gay recruited. That was cute. At that one. Yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah, I think they handed out buttons. Yeah, yeah. We, because we weren't just like <laughs> gay recruiting, like, like just to, to, to let you guys know uh, what we were up to. We, we decided to do it sort of if we were corporate types, right? You know, maybe like we worked at a at a some storefront corporate whatever, and so we had like polo shirts on and and you know like khakis and yeah. we went around with clipboards and had people sign up yeah. to be gay, and we had a little little flyer. A little um, brochure, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, sure. Why not? So, like, hey, these are the benefits. We had gay people mad at us who didn't understand the joke at all. <laughs> like, it was so, it was so ridiculous. Well, that's but, that's just always going to be the case. It's yeah, just people don't get it. Yeah. Whatever. I'm like, but you, you do want the toaster, right? You should try it out. You <laughs> get a free toaster. Try being gay. Try it out. Seventy-two we, hour free trial period. All we require is that you be gay for one month to earn the toaster. Now, if you're gay for a full year, there are some extra benefits, including... A football thumb. 
Indeed. Yeah, because that's what the queers like. They like the football phones. The football phones, yeah. Because it's classy, mm-hmm. and uh, most gays like sports. Dan? Dan. Oh, I'm sorry. Were we not playing the stereotype game? For a second, I thought that we were both playing the stereotype game. I know. But you went too far. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry, everybody. I feel horrible now. (laughs) Anyway. uh, So a lot of you may have seen there was a very... uh, a thing went viral on the on the interwebs. What? It was uh, this this pastor in North Carolina, mm-hmm. Sean Harris, mm. who, who wanted us to all figure out, who, who wanted to help us all make sure that none of our young men, none of our boys, grew up to be faggots. Does, he, does, he, does he use that word? No. In the recording. Not in the recording. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure he saves that word for private moments. Mm, special. When he is dealing with his child. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, and you know he he won't be having no faggots in his house. Oh. Yeah. This guy is a peach. And he's, so he's the guy that, that, like, told everybody to, you know, if, you're, if your boy, what did he say? If he drops a limp wrist, you go mm. over there and you crack that wrist. Yeah. Wrist. Give him a punch. Yeah. So just the 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 way to make to keep your kids from getting gay is is to beat them. Mm. You can just beat the queer right out of them. Problem is, they will still grow up gay. <laughs> they're just gonna have a really weird sex life, and they're gonna hate. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Um. Also, but I think the most uh, disturbing mm. part of the the video. Did you listen to the audio? Yes. Not good. Not good. Because, like, everything he's saying is, like, just what you said. But the audience, the congregation. Oh, they're loving it. They, they're they cheering. They're laughing. Yep. It, it, it was... It's disturbing. It was... Yeah. I did we'll, not like that thing. We'll post a link to it yeah. on the Facebook page. It's Ugh. just... It's really... It's so disheartening. And then of course he backpedaled as far as he as far as he was willing to backpedal on mm-hmm. it. And it was like, I would never advocate actual violence. And it's like, well, except for that time when you totally did. Yeah. That's all you that is exactly what you said. Yeah. And he's like, I was misquoted. N- no. There's no need to misquote <laughs> you. There's audio. We heard it. You weren't misquoted. And if you were, it was you misquoting you. Yourself, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Ah. That's not what I said earlier. <laughs> what I Why said did I was... say that? I said that different now. Here's, here's what I'm going to say I said. I say that I said what I, yeah, no. That doesn't work. It was so, I mean, oh, God. I just, I, and all I could think of when I, as I was listening to this to this thing was all of the gay men that I know who are the buffest, biggest, mm. strongest men I've ever met in my life. Yeah. I kind of want him to meet them in a dark alley and have them knock the any effeminate traces out of him. Yeah. Using his own methodology. Problem is, I know some of these guys that you're talking about. And they and, can't fight. Well, they're just the nicest guys the in the su- world. I know. They're the sweetest people on, pl- <laughs> on the planet, and there's no way that any of this would happen. But... Honestly, it 
I think he needs to be treated with some doses of his own medicine. Yeah. yeah. I'm not someone who advocates violence except against him. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That was mean. That was. I went too far. You just advocated violence. No, I didn't. You're misquoting me. Uh, Dan. Don't misquote me. It's recorded. (laughs) Prove it. (laughs) I didn't say it. Everybody just roll back the tape. Nope. I didn't. Roll back. I said nothing of the kind. Mm. I do not advocate violence against guys who need to get beat. Anyway. Mm. Okay. Sure. Yeah, that works. (laughs) That works. Hey, um, just to turn down the, the dial... Turn turn things down a little bit. We're gonna take it down a little bit. Um, this is a this is an interesting one. The article that um, I read on it is not very long or in depth, mm. but it brings up an interesting moral question. Okay, and so that's where I, I kind of want to go with this. Sure. Um, so uh, Vatican newspaper says Nazi eugenics quote still alive. Oh, and um, well, that doesn't bode well. Yeah, that's what I meant about turning the dial down a little bit. Um, So uh, proponents of euthanasia and aborting chronically ill fetuses use the same arguments that were once used by Nazis to promote their eugenics program of mass extermination, according to the Vatican's semi-official newspaper. What? Um, It's... um, Anyways, so what they're saying is that apparently what what this is coming from is that there um, was a, a recent... Um, Italian translation that came out of a 1920 book by um, by a couple of German scholars, um, Carl Binding and Alfred Hoch, mm. um, or Hoche, 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 that set the uh, a lot of the ideological foundations for um, the Nazi program of extermination and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, uh, well, specifically though, I guess of um, disabled and incurably sick and eugenics mm, right yeah. and this is eugenics this is how you know breeding humans mm-hmm. um and you know if you're breeding cattle you don't breed those sick ones right. right and so they were all they were doing was just applying that to humanity which is what everybody had a problem with right because that's sick and disgusting <laughs> um and so anyway so what he's the oh the title of the book just Right here. This is almost all you need. Um, the title is Allowing the Destruction of Life Unworthy of Living. Unworthy. Unworthy, I think, is the key word here. That's a um, big one. The, to, to really understand why this isn't like the thing that they're comparing it to. Right. Um, and so what they're saying is that the um, modern practice of um, aborting... Um, fetuses that you know you've done a chromosomal search on or a little thing on whatever um and it's down syndrome or it's you can tell that it's you know whatever right and the parents say we don't we're not equipped to handle that right right and and so they abort the fetus while in its early stages of development sure um and which, which is its own sort of it's its own moral question. questionable it's a, it's a question thing i'm i i you know you know me i have a hard time with this with this topic but i don't think that that's the same thing um no and uh and the other thing was um you know of course like euthanasia so sick people mm-hmm. who are in advanced stages of whatever this is you know mercy this is dr kevorkian right stuff right right and 
comparing that to, to eugenics to eugenics and don't, i don't even see how that's really well because it's a life that's un, un it's a charitable death sure it's an un it's it's unworthy of being lived yeah, it's a life that, unworthy of being but lived. that's that's the person choosing it's the person choosing it's self-determination that's, yeah that's a different yeah. animal I, and and uh so really really kind of wild the whole the whole abortion thing obviously that like we just said has its own things but again i don't think that it's like people approaching it from that perspective of that it's unworthy of life it's so interesting you know know, this whole question i think abortion i think if abortion is an easy concept for you there's something wrong yeah yeah i don't think it's an easy concept yeah and i think i think if you boil it down to an easy concept you well i mean or you've just thoroughly thought it through and you're done sure yeah but i've thoroughly thought it through and i'm still nowhere near done on right. the subject, yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, same boat. But the, but I mean, the, I, I think, God, you think about it, and it's just like, if I don't believe in a spirit or a soul, mm-hmm. which I don't, right, then it's like, I, you know, there with over seven billion people on the planet, if somebody doesn't get born, I don't have a problem with that, right? You know what I mean, right? And I almost do. I do. I care why. These people are aborting a baby. I I, I think that if I think, you know, if it's in early stages, I don't see, I don't know that there's a human there, and that's yeah. And I but then it's but it, I mean, like how do you how do you where's the line? You know, it's yeah, and, it's a and, big question. Where is that line? I don't I, know. I don't know. Brainstem, heartbeat, even at face, that, even at that point, like who knows? You know, yeah. I, yeah, it's so tricky. It's so yeah. difficult. But, I mean, if a parent's not equipped or doesn't want to have a baby, for God's sake, don't put a baby don't in their hands. Baby in their hand. Yeah. That's the worst idea you can have. Yeah. yeah. And I can't imagine, you know, like, a chronically, you know, ill child, how they would... Anyways. God, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. yeah but anyways, I, mean, yeah. I just... here. Here's what... Here, like, I... We need to kind of all agree to just stop accusing people of being like nazis yeah honestly we need we need to all i completely agree with you unless you are you have joined a movement that is advocating the murder of an entire group of people based solely on something stupid right you are not allowed to compare some we cannot compare you to a nazi yeah exactly that it should just be entirely off the table yeah I am going to be an absolute Nazi about this. You cannot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Da, 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 da. That, that was a little, little yeah. Nazi humor. That was cute. Yeah, that sure. Was cute. I like it. But I think you're right. It's off the table. It's off the table. No Nazis. Why do we have to do that? Yeah. Let's just switch it to, to, to Pol Pot instead of Hitler. <laughs> well, at the very least, let's, let's just change it up a little bit. Make it more, make it interesting. Oh my God! <laughs> Vatican newspaper says Pol Pot's eugenics still alive. <laughs> the Khmer Rouge <laughs> still alive. Thank you, Vatican. Oh, you're so Khmer Rouge. I'm going to be a little Khmer Rouge right now. I'm a gra- I'm a grammar Pol Pot. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that works. I like it. You're dangled a participle. <laughs> oh my lord! Now let's just stop it. Let's stop the people. People on the left need to stop accusing people on the right of it because sooner or later they're going to find something that they can throw it right back yeah. at us. And so it's just like stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop. Stop using the Nazi word. Yeah, it's, that's the new N word. Yeah, honestly. Well, it basically just immediately invalidates your argument. Yeah, whatever your should. whatever your argument is, you lose. You it say just Nazi, like, you lose. It should just be like try harder. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Well, like we mentioned before, um, join the conversation on Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. Right. Or you can uh, email us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. And of course, there is still the voicemail at 424-666-8442. In fact, we're going to take a listen. Yes. To a voicemail. Yeah. For a second there, we, we for just a brief blip in time, we weren't able to get voicemails up onto the podcast mm-hmm. we had a, we had a technical glitch yeah and one fell through the cracks oh and so we're going back we're going back because okay. he actually contacted us again and he was all sweet and he didn't he wasn't like mad that we didn't put his voicemail on but he asked the same questions and we thought we'd just let him ask his questions in his own voice hey guys this is jason again from panama um i'm currently walking up to my house but i have some signal so i thought i'd give you guys a call I recently read a book called The End of Faith by Sam Harris, and I thought that was kind of interesting. So I wanted to ask you guys if you've read any books about atheism or that kind of uh, sense, and if you found any literature in the past uh, helpful in sort of sculpting your worldview. Talk to you later. Bye. Well, here's a problem. What's that? I don't read. (laughs) You liar. (laughs) We both know that it's me that doesn't read. I uh, I really don't read that much. I I, I yeah. wish I did, but I have some mechanics in my eyes, some problems with my eyes, and I I literally it's hard for me to read. Book on tape. I should do more audio books. That's, Braille. That's so what you I should, should. You should get some Braille books. Dan. Yeah, there's no problem with the, me- the, with the mechanics in my fingers. Yeah, do that. I should totally do that. But Man. I will say this. That being said, I have read uh uh, uh that Sam Harris book. That, oh yeah, yeah, End of Faith. Yeah, yeah I read great. that one too. Yeah, that's I, a good one. I think that's like a, that's a like I think all atheists wind up reading that book at some point. Well, okay, so there's the you have the three major popular authors of the new atheist movement, mm-hmm. if, if we can call it that. And I hesitate to, mm-hmm. but there it is. You got you got your Sam Harris. Mm-hmm. You got your uh, your 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 um, Dawkins, your Richard Dawkins, mm-hmm. and you got your Chris Hitchens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the three of them each have something sort of unique to offer. The seminal reading, I think, is An End of Faith, Sam Harris, God is Not Great, by Hitchens. That's a good one, yeah. And uh, whatever Dawkins ones there are. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I can't think of them. What, what's, what are the big, uh, the big, oh, what, what's his, what was his big, his, his big book? Yeah. The, the Richard Dawkins big book? Yeah, his big book of atheism. <laughs> I think that's what it was called, Dan. The, uh, was Richard, the God delusion. That's the one. R- the the Richard Dawkins big the, book the of big atheism. Get big, big, get big, big, get big, 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 big. No, it was the God delusion. Right, right, right. So those are the three. Like each of each of those guys has their one big book that's like, you know, 
everybody's read. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then, so, and I recommend all three. Mm-hmm. Um, you got you got Dawkins coming at it from the uh, the point of view of being a a a genetic biologist. Ooh, yeah. Uh, you got you, you got uh, Hitchens, who was who was a journalist, really. Yeah, and yeah, so and so he's coming at it from that point of view, and then you got Harris, who's a philosopher. Yeah, his training is mil- is mainly in philosophy, mm-hmm. and he and he's he's my favorite actually of them because he's making arguments. And you know what? When uh, when Jason from Panama uh, actually wrote to us, mm-hmm. he made the same point, which is that that Harris makes sound foundational arguments in End of Faith. Mm. That that you can build on, but but that are fairly hard to assail. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no, there, I mean, obviously you can't make a philosophical argument that there is no God. In philosophy, at least, we know logically speaking, mm-hmm. you can't prove a negative. It's impossible, and God's not something for which there is any evidence or evidence against. You mm-hmm. can't you can't have evidence against a a, a being that's just a, a theory. Mm-hmm. So you can have evidence for other explanations of the of the universe, mm-hmm. and you can believe those. Sure. But Harris goes through and just does a, a bang up job of sorting through all of the you know cutting through a bunch of clutter, mm-hmm. and uh, and he does he does get bogged down in just slamming Islam. He just he, he, yeah he yeah he just shreds yeah. Islam and and. For good reason, but I mean, it, it. At one point, I was just like, "Am I still reading about Muslims? Jesus Christ!" <laughs> and when I say Jesus Christ, it's because I wanted to go back to reading about Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, that would have been the preferred thing to do. Um, <laughs> you know, probably I would say the um, really the the seminal, the, the the main book that really helped me figure out my my atheism, uh-huh. the Book of Mormon. <laughs> I, I think that's not a bad point. I think you should. If you read... want, if you want to solidify your atheism, <laughs> I recommend strongly reading the Book of Mormon. Or if you want to go to sleep, actually, all it does is solidify your non-belief in Mormonism more it, than anything. But um, for me, it solidifies my belief in Betty by Time. Yeah, because it. Well, I'm, I just have to con- concur with Mark Twain, mm. who called that book chloroform in print. Sure. Yeah, and there's also a chapter. Named Ether. Named Ether. Yeah. Which, yeah, which is what Hitchens pointed out. He accused he accused Twain of hitting too close to the mark that's on right, that one. That's right. Uh, that's oh funny. god. Um, uh, well, actually, though, a book that I'm I haven't finished it yet, and I think I've actually mentioned it on the podcast, um, is Religion for Atheists. Mm. Um, a non-believer's guide to the to the uses of religion, and that's by that Alain de Baton guy, yes, yes, indeed. who we never figured out exactly how to say his name correctly. I don't think there is a correct way. No, I don't think so either. Um, but um, it's an interesting book. I, I've been enjoying it. I, I would highly recommend it. It it, it definitely. Well, it, it it fits in so nicely with with a lot of the things that we've um, that you and I have talked about, right? Um, and and that I think we've uh, sort of you know adopted as as our guiding philosophies mm-hmm. for the podcast, right? And and I think he fits in there nicely. As I think he he definitely goes a little bit further than I personally go, mm. but I I think that that's um it's nice to consider. He's the one that also wants to do the um, the atheist temple right. in London, right? 
And now, so he he's somebody who he wants to he he his point is is that as atheists we in the process of throwing off religion that w- there's actually bits and pieces of religion that uh, that that actually that not of religion but that religious communities um have as like social mechanisms mm. that are actually really beneficial to to humans right. and to our happiness and and you know so i mean his point is how do we look at those religious communities and and find the things that we that we like you right. know the, the social aspects and 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 uh, sort of the organizational aspects of being able to respond as a community to people's needs and sure. to problems in the world and 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 whatnot, um, but with there being no belief involved, right? And and I you know it's it's an interesting question. It's and I think it's something that really does face the you know atheists as a whole. Absolutely, I mean, we we don't. We don't have that, and and I, I I admit that, you know I that there is a little sometimes there's a feeling of a little bit of lack. It's not a feeling of a lack of or a need for superstition. It's just a need for some of those some of those things that yeah. I grew up with that that were that were nice, you know. Yeah, but it's not the thing that I'm not to the point where a lot of sort of you know um, armchair non-believers. You know, the, 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 the people who get to a certain point in their life and have a couple of kids and go, you know, what's that, what would be really good for these kids, <laughs> even though we don't believe it, we need to get them off to church. I, yeah. I don't think that that's the right approach at all. No, but, um, I, I do think, how do we form new communities? I think is a really important question. And so that's, that's one that I would recommend. Sure. It sounds like, um, he's, he's asking for a recommendation. Right. I, I also think, uh, I, by the way, if if you start reading Sam Harris, I, sh- I should mention this. If you start reading Harris's book, uh, End of Faith, and it's a little too heavy for you, mm-hmm. he basically did a toned-down version called oh. Letters to America. the red- Letters to a Christian Nation. Something oh, like that. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes basically all the same points, just in a less academic way. Oh, okay. So it might be an easier, more palatable read for a lot of people. Oh, hey. Um. That's nice. Nice summer read. That was nice of him. Yeah. <laughs> that was super nice. Great way to get more book sales, right? Sure. <laughs> the other thing that Jason mentioned in his in his message in his message to us on mm-hmm. on Facebook was uh Origin of the Species. Mm. Which is interesting. I never think of it as an atheist book. It's not. Right. It's nothing to do with atheism. It's to do with with molecular with biology. Right. With, with world biology. Right. But it does provide a nice view of and and so many people have views on on evolution without ever having read the book right go, oh right go read right. the book yeah it's I, actually I, a great read i see the point you're making yeah yes. uh-huh and 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 for for jason he said that it sort of helped him see that there are mechanisms in place that could explain life mm. without god and the thing is, you can't just ditch a belief in God, right? You got to come up with like something to replace it, or at least a concept to replace it, sure. or or like or or a construct. Sure, yeah, so you, to speak. I pe- guess people don't like voids. Yeah. However, it is interesting, sort of, and I, I I've I've wondered actually how 
um, how common or uncommon my own experience with deciding that I was atheist mm. is, which is, I, I remember very clearly, I was a student at BYU. Yeah. Uh-huh. Brigham Young University. Down to the Y. Provo, Utah. Mormon school. Living uh, in on-campus housing, actually, at the time. Mm, which is the best place Which, to if live. you're at all familiar with BYU. Yeah. <laughs> Nah. Um, I don't know what your university's uh, on-campus housing was like, but this is already a pretty strict school. Right. It's and, a, the, think of all of the keg uh, parties that you may have had, all the craziness, all the people running around in panties and whatever, and then erase that from your mind and just think of people. Fully clothed people. Sometimes praying in public. Praying in public. <laughs> lots of cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> lots of baked goods lots oh, of baked yeah. goods because oh yeah you gotta do you something gotta replace that you gotta put, you gotta put take that libido somewhere and it's it's usually actually these are some working out fools that's true they are in good shape that's down they, there they will run for miles <laughs> miles just <laughs> and then just go and just devour a cupcake <laughs> just their face just covered in frosting. I and... need cake! <laughs> and I need to run now! <laughs> Those poor bastards. Oh, anyway. God. Anyways. Um, the, uh, where was I? Oh, I was, I was laying in bed. It was night. And I'd been wrestling with this whole Book of Mormon, Joseph Smith thing for a long time. Mm. Since, since the early days of my mission. Since being at the MTC, actually. Oh. Um, I had big questions about Joseph Smith and kind of thought that it, it seemed a, a bit fake, phony, mm. something didn't jive well with me, my, right. my way of seeing the world. And, uh, and then the more I looked into it, the, the less I kind of felt compelled to believe. <laughs> um, and so, so I was laying in bed one night and I was just kind of sleepless and thinking, and I, um, I remember thinking, okay, it's clear you don't believe in Joseph Smith. Right. This is clear. This is, this is, You're saying this to yourself. I'm saying this to myself, yeah. Dear Frank. Dear Frank, it's this clear you do not un- like believe in Joseph Smith. And so I go, okay, well, if I don't believe in Joseph Smith, then I obviously don't believe in the Book of Mormon. Right. That, I mean, obviously. Um, and if I don't believe in the Book of Mormon and Joseph Smith, then I obviously don't believe in the Mormon church. Right. And I go, well, what about this whole Jesus thing? Right. You got, you, like, you, have you I, still only shed a quarter of what, of what's still yeah. going on. And so I was like, well, what about this whole Jesus thing? Um, I do, is he, do, is he really my Lord and Savior and yeah. my Redeemer? Right. And do I really feel like I've ever had some connection or sense that like uh my sins have been relieved because of him uh no i have to say no and Mm. i was like well if it's not jesus that does still leave a god right potentially right and i was like well what are some of the other ways what are some of the other religions out there what are some of the other ways of seeing god and that's and i kind of just Hare krishna yeah, exactly. And so I was a Hare Krishna for about three years. Uh, no, dear God, no. <laughs> uh, no, and it just, I, I kind of just had this moment of like, I, I, I don't. I don't believe in God. Right. There, and, 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 and even if there is a God, I, I went to this place of, 
even if there is a God, there's no way he could have the expectations of any of us that I've ever felt that you've been told. And that was, that was the moment. Yeah. And then from there, like I identified myself as atheist later on as I sort of further processed, but that was the moment, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't confronted with, um, like I I didn't replace it. Like you were saying with with something immediately, I just simply let go. You simply, I let go of the belief and I, and I, and I did some real, quote unquote soul searching. Right. And uh and just and found and it that there was no soul. Good. If, yeah, I searched, <laughs> I just looked for my soul and I just couldn't find it. I was like, oh, there isn't one. There is no soul. <laughs> no, but it was so such a relief. Yeah. You know? And uh And that's so, yeah. when you started murdering and, and pillaging that's, and well raping and all of the things that I we ate, people with no moral center do. I ate my first baby within nice. two weeks. How yeah. was it? You, did you do a sauce? <laughs> Gross. I'm not even going to go further. <laughs> the, the one line. The one line is as far as that one needed to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry to shut you down, Dan. No, 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 no. Sauce. No, no need. How do you top sauce? No, you can't top sauce. No need for baby sauce. <laughs> no need. Yeah. All right. I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. Okay. Uh, we do have a, a an email. We got an email. Oh. From, oh. I sent it to you. More? Yeah. I'm gonna More? Just, I'm just going to do this email uh, from our friend Beto. Okay. Who was uh, in Afghanistan uh-huh. serving, okay. active service member. Thank you for your service, Beto. Thank you. And thank you for being a, a, an atheist in the foxholes. Yeah, thank you. As this is important. Say. Yeah. Um, and he, he just relayed an interesting story. I think I'm just going to read it to you. Okay, to you cool. All. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, he said, I was stationed in Afghanistan working closely with Afghan police. The military told us not to discuss religion with them, which, by the way, Frank, I'm just going to say that's a smart idea. Yeah. You don't want you, that. That's, no. that's just begging for trouble. Yeah. Uh, oh, and he says, by the way, Muslims are just as normal as everybody, of course. Uh, but this conversation with was with an Afghan lieutenant I have known and worked with for a few months. And we were close as he taught me Dari and I taught him Spanish. Hmm. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. One day, this lieutenant asked me, what do Christians do inside their church? I told him it was the same thing Muslims did, which was to pray to God and prostrate, prostrate themselves to him. Hmm. Prostrate. Prostrate themselves yeah. to him. He then asked me what I believed. I told him I couldn't tell him. He insisted. I replied I couldn't because he couldn't handle it. He's oh. very, he was very fluent in English. Most, young urb, most urban young people in Afghanistan speak English. He kept insisting. So I warned him that I was going to shock him. He still insisted. Then I proceeded to tell him I did not believe there was a God. Hmm. He looked at me with a puzzled look, then with a nervous smile, and then de- and then said, "You're right. We shouldn't talk about this." <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, the Muslims don't do well with non-believers. No, they don't like no, that at all. No, no, no. Because as long as you're a Christian, you're you're one of the children of the book. I think they say. Yeah. They say is that what it is? You're one of the faiths of the... You're one of the book people. Yeah. You're a book person. <laughs> book, 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 book. Um, no, like, they, they believe, you know... If yeah. You're, if, truly... They, they believe Christ was a prophet of God. Right. But there are three faiths, three groups right. that they're okay with, right. including themselves. It's Christians and Jews. Right. And they're... Un- they well, don't practice it, that one. Right. 
And they don't do really all that great with the whole Christian thing either. <laughs> but in but theory, at least they believe they they the, the, they believe that we're all sort of of the same thing and whatever. And at least those people do believe something. Yeah, yeah. non-believer, no, no, that's not good. Yeah. All right. Anyway, no. that was a fun little story, and I just thought that was a I'd fun little story. Thank Beto for that. Yeah. Thanks, Beto. Anywho, um, all right. Well, Dan, <laughs> it's now us. time for our latest segment. Wee! It's our new segment. It's called. What nihilists believe. Well, thanks for listening, guys. All right. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs>